Okay, so we're in the middle of Zion Amid, Zion Amid Aleph. Okay, we're up to Zion Amid Aleph. We're going to continue where we left off yesterday. Kenyan Sudha Ba'avnet. Okay, Kenyan Sudur Ba'avnet. It's towards the bottom. Kenyan Sudur Ba'avnet. To make a Kenyan Sudha with a belt. One of the kinyanim that Chazal tells you can use to acquire, to make the transaction for karaka and for metaltalim is a kinyan sudar, a handkerchief. The buyer, the one who's going to acquire the object, the one who's going to acquire the land or the metaltalim, he gives an object, a utensil, to the seller. The Oymaloi, and he says to him, acquire, the seller then says, acquire this in exchange, I'm sorry, I'm sorry the Oymaloi and the buyer says, the buyer, the one who's going to acquire the karka, says to the seller, accept this object, Tumuras in exchange Oshinosatoli. So it's basically it's an exchange. Okay, it almost sounds like an exchange. I want to acquire a piece of real estate that's worth a million dollars, and the way we're going to finalize the transaction that it should be legally considered mine is by me giving you an object. The object is worth maybe ten cents. I'm giving you a, a pen. A pen is worth five cents, five, ten cents, a cheap plastic pen. When you pick up this pen, in exchange for you acquiring from me this pen that's worth ten cents, you're going to transfer to me real estate that's worth one million dollars. The Ramah says you should not, the custom is not to say these words. Ki, Mistama al lo, it's not necessary. Okay, where it says Dav Zayin. You see this, 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 this page, yeah, this page. You see this page, yeah. Okay, so the Ramah says it's not necessary to actually say these words, it's self understood. So you don't have to actually say these words, it's self-understood. When there is an arrangement, there's a transaction taking place between a, a property, and we're going to use the Kinyan Sudr in order to finalize the transaction, it's self-understood that when the buyer gives to the seller an object, and the seller picks up the object, automatically the transfer is complete, and it's at a point now where there is no going back. You cannot change your mind until you actually make a transaction. You can change your mind. If you go and you meet with someone, you decide: Are we going to make a transaction? Are we going to? How much do you want to sell? So and so, you can always change your mind. There is a principle that mishapar. Once you give your word, if you give your word, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to sell something. Mishapara midar hamav midar haflaga who osir lipara There is such a principle that a person is a curse if you do not keep your word. You are subject to the curse of the dar hamav dar haflaga. But technically, if you feel that you want, if you want to go back on the deal, you are legally allowed to change your mind. But once the transaction is complete, it's too late to go back, and that takes place to make the kinyan sudan. The hinei besugin amar. Nothing in writing. No, because you do something in writing, that, that itself creates a... Uh, that, the, 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 that's a star. That already creates a point beyond return. Correct. 
I, you know, the, I don't know. I don't know the details. I don't know. I shouldn't say what I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the exact details. But but uh, generally, there has to be a kinyan. If there's a star, a star more. The act of the shicha, that's what a star is the kinyan. Would you aid him take any part of this? Witnesses observe the yes. The witnesses observe the kinyan. Yes, yes. Like a wedding. By a wedding, they 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 did makabel kinyan in order to to finalize the shidduch. Yes. So there has to be it has to be a kinyan. Vinei besugin Omar Rav Shasha high sudra kevon the tofes bar sholish al sholish. Now the more elaborates in more detail. This sudra, this handkerchief. Kevon the tofes bar sholish al sholish. Karinim David nasan liriehu. Once you hold on to a small a small uh, a small section of the sudra. Karinim Bay, we read it, Vinosan Lirayehu. In other words, it's called, it's already fulfilled, Vinosan Lirayehu. Now, what does that mean exactly? Virashi Kosov, Ladaik. Shalikinian Sudat Sach, Beget Shu Sholesh Al Sholesh. For a Kinian Sudar, if you want to use a handkerchief to make this king, the bag of the garment must be at least the size of three fingers by three fingers. Kevon since, Shabegat Shupakos Mishir Zainab Falkli, a garment that's less than three by three is not called the utensil. Lakinian Sarach Kli. If you're going to use a handkerchief in order to bring about this transaction, the handkerchief at least must be the size of three fingers by three fingers. So therefore, we have a we have a belt, we have an avnet, and an avnet have a gartel, and then they make some very thick gartels also. But let's say you have an avnet less than three fingers by less than three fingers in its width, even though it's very very long. So since it's less than maybe maybe an avnet is not a valid utensil to use for the king and So what is Yeah. Uh, no, halacha l'may is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah halacha l'may is going to be good. It's, it's, it's just going to the longest. Just going to the longest. What about if it's going to be three? Okay, b'shut divrei yatsif kasav shav shabetumo nechlaku harishayim bedina shal beged because even when it comes to tumdes machlekes, maybe in echanami if a belt that's not wide, even though it's very long, but it's not wide, three fingers is not called a utensil. Mikol makayim leinyan kinyan suder lechol hadeos who moyel lekinyan. Why? V'zos b'mei shav im eino nechshav lebeged. It's called not called a garment, but it's called a kli. Mikol makayim einzach lebeged lekinyan suder v'chol v'chol shu mishamish lolevisha ilishimosh echad yesh loichad. You don't need to have a begin. You need to have a utensil. And since it's functional, that is sufficient. You need a beged. You have to go up. You have to be careful where to go up to. The ayin sham, right opposite where it says on the, on the left side now, uh, three quarters down, right where it says the zayin on the on the other side, on the left side. The ayin sham sherech shagam lignin tumah bebeged gomor. Even when it comes to tuma, afam ena gimel al gimel harayu mekabel tuma. Even if it's not going to be three by three, it's still mekabel tuma. The kol shreim linyan kabel is kinyan shemoy ba'avnit shubeged period. Umagam shaloiv shem oisel letfila mishum he kari lukras lekecha yisrael. This that we wear it for davening. Imkain doimel letachshet shemisnoibol lefnei amelach vegam shaderech lulvoshay kishaholchim letzadik vadim chashuv letachshet mekabel tuma b'chol shul. So he says, since over here this is called a tachshit, even though in Ekonami it's, maybe it's not Why? when it comes to a garatul, it comes to a belt, since it's something which the person wears when he davens, it gets the status of an ornament, and being the, having the status of an ornament is enough to give it chashivus, that it can be makabal toma, and certainly it's going to be good enough 
to use for a Kenyan. When it comes to marriage, it's no worse than we go to a chasna in the Makabal Kenyan, you're not making a real transaction. When do they, when do they make a Kenyan by, by a chasna? For the, for the Tanoim and for the Ksuba. Why are they? Why are you telling the chassan to pick up to pick up a gartel when, when, by, when, when, by, by, the, by the ksuba? You want to him to agree to accept upon himself the obligation, the obligation that's that's mentioned in the ksuba for the tnoim. You want the parents. What? The ksuba is a star. But in addition, in addition, you want the chassan to accept. You want to go through the enechnami. You, you, you want you want to no it's not a, he's not acquiring anything the chasm is not acquiring the chasm is just obligating himself by the requirements of the ksuba but just giving an economy so I guess it's just an, 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 a hisafa an extra hischaibos it's an additional degree of hischaibos so, so since by the case of ksuba you're not actually buying something you're not actually acquiring something you're just going and being, being mechaib yourself it's sufficient for you no, to you cover all bases really that's what we're doing because Kesu Shtarbiya we do all three I mean no, there's no star. There's no star. No, no, there's no star. No, the ksuba is not a star. The ma'isa kedushin. The ksuba is not a star. No, no. Isha nikneis b'shloisha drachim. Kesef star bia. The only thing that's done is kesef. There's nothing done. No star. The ksuba is a din derabanan that the person has to mechayev himself and is going. Is going to be. But it's not. It's not a din star. The reason why you mechayev. It's not the case of the kinyan. The, the suda that we make by chasna. You're not actually acquiring anything. You're just being mechayev yourself. Okay. If a person wants to obligate himself to, to do something, you can even make a king with fruit, even though fruit is not a valid thing to make use when you want to actually acquire something. But if you want to be obligate yourself in, 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 in something, then you can even use fruit. Even though you're not you're not being making him a kli. You're not acquiring the kli. It's not called a kli. Next. It's not a joke. So he's saying over the when you make it, when you got it by a wedding, you should use a handkerchief. It's better to use a handkerchief than to use a thin little gartel, even though a thin little gartel, after we've said everything, it's definitely for sure good. But you should use something that is choshev, something which is choshev. The shut, chesel yoshua, kasav shanaikim chobate dinim, shebe yisrael, la sois hakabolas kinin ima avnate. It's not an issue, everyone does it. Ayin sham shayach bezeh. The oid ayin beshut kinei boysem, shedon bedobe shereos begodim, shetai from sheyesh. Bohem Gimel Al Gimel at Spos in Moelim looking in Suder. He asked this question. He discussed this issue. If you have a, you have a leftover remnant of a garment, of a garment of a rag, if it's kosher to make it. The bottom line of Lamaisa, when it comes the Yisod we take out of this is is that when it, when it comes to a Kenyan Kenyan something called Kenyan Suder. Normal way it's used is an exchange. When you are acquiring property, whether it's karko or metatlin, 
the buyer gives it to the seller, when the seller picks it up, the transaction is complete. L'chathil, it should be a kli choshev. A kli choshev, when you're dealing with a garment, with material, it should be at least three fingers by three fingers. If you have a belt, a belt that's uh, less than three fingers wide, that can be problematic, but it's generally not because a belt is a utensil in its own right, it's a tachshit, so that takes away from the fact that it's not three tfachim wide, which may be a problem with regard to tumah. Because for tumah, you need something which is at least three, three exposed wide. But Allah Maisa, it is okay, and it's certainly it's okay when you're not actually acquiring something physical, but rather you're making the transaction just to obligate yourself in a specific obligation. Okay, next topic. Machloikis im oviv bidvar halacha. Are you allowed to get into a fight with your father regarding a halachic matter? Is that a violation of kibud avoim? Beshul chonarach. Nifsach lister is Your son is not allowed to contradict the words of his father. It's only when it comes to politics. Politics, right? My father votes for Clinton, and I'm going to vote for Trump. Is that forbidden? Or is this a matter of Torah? It is categorically forbidden. The Taz says that a child is allowed to disagree as long as your father is not present, you're allowed to be The Tor disagrees with his father many times. The Tor was the son of his father, and he disagrees. In the Sefer Pachad Yitzchak, that a son is allowed to disagree with his father regarding Divrei Torah, certainly Shaloi Bifanov. And this that it says in the Gemara that covet is not to disagree with your father, that's only in Mili Da'alma, that's not in regard to Divrei Torah. The Pisrei Tshuva. Shaloi Bifarna. I don't know. You have to ask him. I don't know. I'm saying, Pass my doorstep again. <laughs> so when he came, when the Shinya used to come to the sons, he used to go through the window. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's pretty extreme. The Pisrei Tshuva heavy b'shem Ahatz Mas Yosef Shemut He says the same thing over there. A lot of disagree. It's not called. It's not called a, a disagreement in Torah. So he makes a distinction. You're allowed to debate halacha, but halacha lemaisa. When it comes to psak halacha, then you must follow what your father says. Aha. Okay. Okay, so when it comes to dialogue, when it comes to debate, then they are allowed to disagree. But when it comes to the psak halacha, how to conduct yourself, then a son is not allowed to disagree. That would be a violation of kibravo aim. Omnam, kosav, 
שיש לו יחיח ממקום מסרבים בשעש שפוחם מרצונו שנחלכו הבונם עם הווסאים ואחרו הסלוחה. זה לא נכון, because there is no distinction between live while they were still alive and after death. He would not be allowed to disagree with his father even after his father dies. He allows, he paskins that you allow from this Gemara. We find a disagree. We have a halachal. If one thing you made a mistake, you have to say with their heretz. You have to say, Father, did you not teach me the halach is such and such? That's only time is where, where it, it's where there's no concern he'll come to make a mistake. But generally, the makom I'm not sure what he means here. I don't know what he means here. Let's go further. Hamarats chiyas al 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 sugiyas ha'ir al sugiyas ha'ir. Here he aroused gambed of azek keitzad nechalik rebi im avim shemimil. The same topic. How was it that they came to disagree? And he says, what does he say? B'stei chamed. Okay, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm missing something. Maybe I'm missing something. Let's go further to the top of the next page. The same idea to contradict your Rebbe. To say it openly is also. In, uh, in the Sefer or in a journal, you can you can, but to go and uh, openly disagree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, so the bottom line over here is everything is machlokes. Okay, the machlokes are basically everything. Basically, you say it is that's what comes away from this. Basically, every when it comes to argue with your father, if it's not in matters of halacha, it is also that's the fair the gemara. If it's a matter of halacha, so it's the different opinions. It seems over here to mafalpel in debate and dialogue is motor, but to the halacha lemaisa to disagree with him. You do see one hint in the Gemara with Rebbe and a Rabbi and the Shem and Gamliel that they disagreed. And how far it goes is questionable. I don't know more than that. So what about in today's times when one, one child might say, I want to hold like uh, a double, and the other one, 
father says, no, I want to hold like uh, Satra. I mean, what, what, what would be... I don't know. Obviously, every case is different. Every situation not, is different. That's not all awesome. You're not uh, contradicting. You're saying, I hold this way and I hold this way. It doesn't mean that uh, I'm contradicting the father. Right, so that's permitted. So that that's a discussion. That that's not that's not a matter of deciding halacha. That's just a ma- that's just a matter of um of um yeah minhagin. That better be. Right. A lot of parents <laughs> playing when their children come home from Israel. That better be. All of a sudden, they have. Well, that's already another story. But that's not a contradiction. Huh? What is that? It's a, it's what is the answer if the father's in Amara? So okay, well, let's that, see. That's when you guys come back. food on the table from their parents, they can't say, well, it's not, it's, uh, I don't want to eat it because it's... Uh, not my man. Give me a credit card if you want so much myself. Don't give them a credit card. They do. They do. Okay, let's go to the next topic. Ches Amir Aleph Luleches Biasim Lefayis Chaveru Oyel Lishloyach Shlech. Let's say you brother, you want to be Mefayis. You have a friend, and you have caused them harm, and you want now to be Mefayisim. Is it better for you to go yourself to be Mefayisim, or should you send an agent? Harambam Kosav Ein Hateshuva Vloyer Makipurim Mechaprim Ella Alavero Sheben Adam Lamakoim. Avol Averos the Yom Kippurim and Teshuvah is only Mechaper between sins between man and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Avol Averos Shabbin Adam Lachaveroi Elin Nimchal Loyli Olam At Sheyachzir Lachaveroi Mashu Chayiv Lo until you return to your friend what you owe him. You have to go and return what you owe your friend. The Avol Pi Sheyachzir Loy Hamamin Shachayiv Lo Tzoch Leratzoy Soy Lefayoy Soy Levakish Menu Shiyim Cholo. You have to ask your friend Mechila. Let's say your friend does not want to forgive you. You should bring three rows of of uh, a sure row of three friends of your of, uh, of his friends. If he does not want to forgive you, you should send shluchim. You should do the second time. You should send a second group of people to this person, and they should ask on your behalf. Then you don't have to do anything. The one that refused to forgive, he now becomes the sinner. So very fascinating, Rambam. What a person needs to do in order to be free from demanding mechila. You have to go and be mevakesh mechila yourself. If that does not work, you have to send shluchim, and you have to send shluchim three times. And if after three times the person still refuses to forgive, then there's nothing more you have to do. And Adarabah, you've done yours. Let that that person is now considered to be the ball that is, is in his court. So the first time the sinner himself should approach should approach the the the, the, the first friend. If, if after you yourself go to your friend and refuse to forgive you, then then you send agents. That's the proper technique. You should send a uh, you send a middleman to make peace. After you send the middleman, then you yourself come. 
this, that it is customary, that if Ruvain harms Shimon, Ruvain does not approach Shimon first, but Ruvain sends an agent to be Mephaye Shimon, that's a mistake. The Rambam says the first step to do in the Mavakesh Mechila is for you yourself to go seek Mechila. Ela Olaf, Lolechas, Mechila, Be'atzmai, Eitzel Hanelav. The proper technique is for you yourself to go to the victim, the Mavakesh Mimenu Mechila, at Sheyoy Melo, until he says, Solachti. Ula, Maprichadosh, Kosav, Sheein, Divraham, Arimin Chavim, Mechrochem. So the Prichadosh says it's not necessarily correct. The Prichadosh says it's not correct. Uvamata Ephraim, Kosav. We learn about Ephraim not long ago. Shim Kosha Olov Olechas Be'atzma Metchila. If it's hard for you to go. Oy Sheyivoda Sheyodea Shekorov Hapios Lavoy Al Yidei Odom Emtsoyim Yididov Sheyitavich Hashom Enem. If you know that it would be better, it would work better to send an agent, a middleman, or the Pratim who Odom Mechubut. He might be angry. Exactly. Rashai Lasoitz Al Kain Al Yidei Emtsoy V'Chein Kosav Hamishna Berura. So therefore, don't take the Rambam literally. The Rambam is just a generalization that generally the better technique is to go yourself but there are exceptions and if you assess that in your situation it would be better to send a middleman, an agent to make peace, Adarabah, that's nothing wrong with doing so. Period. V'inei, Hagoin, Rabbi Yosef, Ben, Rabbi, Besefer, Derech HaMelech, Heir, Be'adua, Sholchu, Achei, Yosef, Shluchim, you wondering why from Pesukim. Why did the brothers of Yosef send Shluchim Elav Lefaiso? Kinemar beParshas Vayechi. Why did Yosef's brothers send messages? In Parshas Vayechi, it says there that they sent agents to Yosef to ask Yosef to forgive him for forgive them for selling him as a slave. And only after it says in the Psukim they sent agents, did they themselves fall before Yosef? The cause of Latarate, so in other words, the, the agents were also the victims. Okay, so the ones that went, it said they weren't just some Egyptians that, that the brothers sent. The ones that sent were, the ones that sent, he says, were the brothers. The shaluchim that were sent were B'nai Bila and B'nai Zilpa, which was who? Don, who were the B'nai Bila? Don, Naftali, God, and Asher. So they were the ones that were sent. So therefore the people, the people that were sent were also the, so it, it's, not, it's not a kasha. If you they read had the, a better relationship with Yosef. But it wasn't that, 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 that they sent agents that were totally not related to the situation. The people themselves that were the aggressors, the ones that were the perpetrators of the crime, they also were the ones that went. That went. Therefore it's not a raya. So once they can do it for themselves, they can do it for their friends as well. So therefore it's not a raya. Interesting topic to review. We have Rambam. Rambam says the technique is first go yourself. Mari ben Chavav says no. 
you should send shluchim first. Which one is correct? Machlaikus, Eilu v'Eilu, it all depends on the situation, and you can't bring a riot from the brothers of Yosef, because where it says they send agents first, because the truth was those agents, they were agents maybe from the main brothers, but they were the brothers themselves. They were the Bnei Ruvein, Bnei Zbila, Bnei Zilpah, they were also participated in the Mechira, so they were really going and being Mavakash Mechila for what they themselves have done. Okay, next topic. Topic is Shnayim Shagonvu Pruta Achas. What is Allah if two people steal one puta? So for each person, it's less than a pachas mishavah puta. The sefer leiv meivin uve sefer mazal shal kasa lahas tapik b'shnei shutim shaganvu puta meyadam echad shenim shkol echad levado ganav chatsi puta v'chol echad legufay eno bar eno bar hashava. Each person only ended up stealing a chatsi puta, so there's no din of heishves hagzela because veheishves zili ni lista puta im chayim lahashiv gokev and sin shabalim nechshu puta. Do we say do we go basar? The chefsa or the gavra? Who's the chefsa in this case? The victim. The victim has lost a pruta. He is missing a pruta. But the one that stole the pruta is divided among two people, and each one is only a chatsi pruta. So the Lomnisha question is when it comes to the midst of Heshev Zagzela, the victim lost the pruta, but the perpetrator did not steal the pruta. Do we follow the victim or do we follow the perpetrator? That's Lomnisha Shailah. Or let's say one person, another, another same exact Shailah. The other way around, where one person stole a pruta from two people. So the victims, the victims only lost each one a chatsi pruta. But the perpetrator stole a pruta. In the normal case of Geneva, there's both. There's a pruta was lost from the victim, and the perpetrator stole a pruta. So certainly, on a pruta. But here we're now able to construct two different situations where mitzad echad, you have a pruta, but mitzad sheni, you don't have a pruta. So now we have, we're forced to delve deep into the lumbus of what is the din of Heshevizagzela? Is it din on the one who is missing the pruta, or is it a din on the one who actually stole the pruta? Peshut Rav Pa'alim. A beer she is soy has sotiku imamun has shutfam nechshav keshel echad, vinim so shagona pruta, a shema nechshav keshel shnaim. Is the money of the partners considered to be one? How do we look at a partnership? Is a partnership considered one entity? And therefore, Yechayev, or do you view the partnership to be two entities? It's not considered to be one. The Chakira Zo, Don Gam Hat Sofnas Panech, the Rogachava. The lum this is, do we say that a partnership, or the par- a corporation is a little bit different, a corporation is a corporation. Do we say that it's a new entity? How exactly do we view a partnership? Same shall two people together. Each one, each one, each one can do it independently, but they did it together. They divided it between them. And one of them ran away. So the shail over here is: if you only can get one of the partners, two people stole from you the money, but you only are able to take the best in one person. So do we say you need them both together, or do we say that no? If you can get one person, each each one is going to be the one with the words. Can you get the whole amount from that one person or not? So okay, okay. Let's see. 
you can't get from the second person. He ran away. He's not have to pay. You only have to go. You only have to get the money from the from the, from the one partner. Do we say you can collect the entire amount from the second person? Just like the halach is, if two people borrow money as one person, each partner is responsible for his fellow. Likewise, since their partners in the Geneva, so therefore, that is that is the machloekis. We have two different opinions. And when it comes to a partnership, do we say that you can collect the entire amount from one of the two since they did it in partnership, or do we say that you only can collect from each person only half? If in halacha we view a partnership to be a new entity. In Cain, Kevon since Shis Asku since these two people got together, Lignoif to steal, Ulehar Aviach Lahanos Atzman, Harinase Kan Gush Meuchud Shel Shutfis. It becomes a new entity of partnership. The Chol Mashahim Oisim Harehim Oisim Bavur Hashutfis, whatever they do for the partnership, and Mela Gamho Achrayus, the Arvos, the responsibility, He Allah Shutfis. Is on the shutfis. The einzem is chalik lechalakim nefradim ufratim, and we're not going to divide into different parts. The kevan shal shutfis he davar klali umeuchot. Ulechain therefore meezet sad veoyfen shal shutfis sheyachal ligvoy skoyves akol. If we're going to view a partnership to be a new entity, anyone that is a member of this partnership becomes fully responsible for every single other member of the partnership. Ach im nema shegeder shutfis hu herukov. It's a combination of forces. Shall pratim nifradim. The schayvus he al kol echad kifi falko. Each one is only responsible for his portion. Ein agoy ve elamechsa mikolecha. You're only able to collect from each person their portion. Be inyan zeh ayin b'shud rapolim v'ayin ayin b'asmech shudan b'davar shnaim shudan v'im zeh nechshav kilu kolecha ganav kuloi. So that's the bottom line. The bottom line we take out of this over here is we have over here a dilemma. What is the nature of a partnership? Is a partnership considered in halacha to be a new entity, a new a new bria? Mimela, every single member is fully responsible for the participation of all other members. Or do we say a partnership is just a collection of many single individuals and you're only responsible for your portion in the partnership? So if two people steal together and one person escapes and we catch the other person, that person only has to say for what he has stolen. He's not responsible for all of the members of the partnership. You see over here, how in halacha we take a review partnership. Okay, next topic. Asara Anoshim Shinimsa Beinehem Ganov. Now, what is this? The Parshas Mikates Nemash Yosef Amal Echov Shemit Shimsa Hagvia Biodo Hu Ye Eved Vatem Tiu Nikim. One of you people has my goblet. The one that has the goblet is going to be guilty. Everyone is going to be free. Rashi Perish Yosef Amalochem Shamnam Minadim Kulchem Chayam Bidavar. The truth is, really, you're all guilty. Because there's a group, the entire group is responsible. I'm going to be generous. He disagrees. Elim kein no 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 adu they are aware begneva yachta vulechas lignoi vulekach echad mechem esagneva vuldas kulam shaz kulam chayavim 
So it comes out of here, a machlaikis between Rashi and the Ramban, what exactly Yosef was saying to the brothers. Here there are ten of you, one of you is guilty, does the guilt, you're all part of a group, do I put the guilt upon the entire group, me'ikar hadin, or I only put the guilt upon the specific individual. From Rashi it's mashma, that if you're part of a group, and one member of your group has committed a crime, the entire group is responsible, even if the people in the group did not know what was going on. From the Ramban it's mashma, no such thing, the only one that's going to be responsible is the person that's actually the guilty person than no one else. The Sefer Darash Moshe, cause of Levar Bedivri Rashi, Sh'alam Bidei Adam Ein Nenoshim Hasara Shebinem that the truth is, even according to Rashi, be they Adam, you're not going to hold guilty the ten people among, from whom the Gnev was found. Avol, if you lead us Hadin, Yesh Lahanish Eskulam. So Rav Moshe, he writes something very interesting. He's coming to the halak between 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 midas hadin and midas shamayim and midas yadam. If your hashkocha happened to me that you're part of a group of guilty people, so you're partially guilty. The fact that that you are part of a group and one person in the group has committed a crime, that means you're also partially guilty. It's a very mystical type of thing. But be they Adam, you can't hold the person responsible to put him in jail and punish him for doing something unless he himself did the Everyone has to be careful in their own conduct, and what you do affects the conduct of other people. They're not concerned for it as well. Therefore, have to be punished. very, very powerful. Is that he's saying this idea is that if you were so nizer in Geneva, it's impossible that your friend would be niz, would, would be nichshul in Geneva because your conduct would have an effect upon your fellow man. And if you're all part of this tight-knit group, and someone in this group has done an Avera, it goes to show that you tolerate such things. And therefore, you are partially guilty. But according to Bidei Adam, you can't, of course, hold the person responsible, because that, that, that certainly goes so far. That's true. Close How closely are you connected? In other words, no, it's to what degree are you? What degree is it possible for your influence to? Right, right, exactly. So in it all, it all depends. It depends on how close you are with your people. That's right, absolutely. Well, that's the question. That's exactly what Rashi is saying over here. Is that no, he does not know that he stole, even though he does not know. If if he knows, yes, that's exactly what Rashi is saying. Is that if you are living on a standard, if you're very close to someone, you are you are on a standard where Geneva suddenly which is not it's not possible. It's intolerable that there should be Geneva, and you're you're living together with a group of people. Your hanhaga will affect them subconsciously indirectly, that they would not even consider doing such an Avera. Mm-hmm. And the fact that such an Avera did happen goes to show that, 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 that you are tolerant of such a thing. Okay, it's a very mystical type of thing. Let's do the next topic. The next topic is Zechir B'Mitzir B'Shabbos. Are you allowed to, if you find on Shabbos, you find the Mitzir on this Shabbos, there's an Erev, and you want to acquire a lost object on Shabbos, how do you go about doing so? If you pick up a Mitzir on Shabbos, you acquire the Mitzir. When the Gemara says that if on Shabbos you pick up a Mitzir, you acquire the Yisr, does that mean that it's only after the fact? That if you did not follow procedure and you picked up the Mitzir, you acquire it? But a person should not 
on Shabbos attempt to acquire a mitzvah because you're not allowed to make transactions on Shabbos. Hamaritz chius nokat shor iso lignos mitzvah b'Shabbos. It's oser. He's of the opinion if you walk on the street in the street in the place where there is an eruv and you see on the floor something valuable, you're not allowed to pick it up. Kishem just like you're not allowed to engage in transactions on Shabbos. Even though generally Rava holds, if the Torah says don't do something, it's not going to work. But when it comes to Shabbos, if a person makes a kinyin, it works. Shabbos is the day of Zman. Shabbos is the day. It's not a matter that you're not allowed to do it. It's, it's a matter that today is a day, uh, today is a day which you don't do such things. You can do it later on. Okay, so therefore he passes over here that it's not to be done. You're not allowed to make a kinyin on Shabbos. He disagrees. The Nokad Bedivrei Hagemorikan, and he is of the opinion He disagrees. He holds that you are allowed to acquire a utensil on Shabbos. Not that it works b'diavet. You're allowed to make a kinyan on a mitzvah. Only when it comes to a mitzvah where it was done without the owner's knowledge. He, does, he, he lost it. So he makes a distinction. There, when it comes to business, what's the reason why you're not allowed to engage in business on Shabbos? It is because the seller is having kavana to transfer the object to the buyer. Whenever there is a kavana from the other side, that becomes forbidden. So if you have a situation where a person wants to be mafkir something in order that you should acquire it, that also would be forbidden. But if you have a situation where if you have a situation where the object is hefker because the owner just doesn't know where it is, the owner lost it, and therefore automatically the object becomes ownerless. In that situation, you don't have kavana to cause someone else to acquire. In that case, you can be makel, and you can say, you can be makel, and you can say that uh, hefker works on Shabbos. The nido in zeh muter b'Shabbos liskois mehefker b'davash ein muksa. That it's mutter. Ach <laughs> 
Beshut binyan shlomo, bestechemed, mashakasu, birayim, mizumi, sogin. So again, another machlaikis, another interesting topic. What is the halacha? Are you allowed to engage in, uh, in acquiring objects from Hefker and Shabbos? The issue is, it's doimit to mekachu memkar. Mekachu memkar is also on Shabbos, but it's not entirely similar to mekachu memkar, because there, there is a das acheres makne, there's someone else that is pushing the strings, that is giving over the object to you. Here, when it comes to a there is no one else that is involved in giving the object to you. It's purely you doing it on your own. So maybe it's not similar to the original takana, not to engage a business on Shabbos. And now we see here different opinions if you're allowed to pick up a on Shabbos. Not necessarily. Are you allowed to mix? He's not discussing that topic well, of here. Well, that's what he discusses. Right. The, the, that, that, that's part of the dilemma. Because you're not having kavana yeah. to do something that someone else can acquire it. That's the dilemma. The classic case on Shabbos where something is also is with Mecha Chomemcha. Mecha Chomemcha are two parts. The seller has kavana to release it and the buyer has kavana to acquire it. That's the classic case of Mecha Memkar. But when we're dealing here with the Hefkar, you only have one side of the story. The, ba- the, the, the one who's acquiring has Kavana to acquire it, but you don't have anyone on the other side that's having Kavana to release it. So you maybe... What? Oh, we're talking about in a situation where Halach already has established that he's out of the picture. If something's lying in the public in the street, in the public place, the person, even if he has come, I'm not mafkir my money, it doesn't make a difference. If there's no simon, if you have an object which has no simon on it, and it's in the public place, it's as if the person in Halacha has given up hope. He can be screaming from today until tomorrow, I don't give up hope, I don't give up hope. What do you mean? There's no sign, there's no, there's no identifica- identification, and it's in the public place, so you're, you're out of the picture. So now, now, when the person wants to acquire, there's only one side. I want to make an acquisition. Chazal made a takana. You're not allowed to engage in Shabbos in business. Business has two parts. The das of the seller, the das of the buyer. Finding something in the street on Shabbos only has the das of the buyer. Is that included in the prohibition of Mecha Memkar? That is the debate between the two opinions mentioned over here. Okay, next topic. Are you to stand if your father going on a car? Your father is driving in a car. He's driving on a uh, golf cart. Golf cart, and you're stand, you're sitting. Are you mechuyif to stand up for your father when your father is passing? So your father is in the position of sitting. He is really sitting. He's in a sitting position, but the, but the thing that he's sitting in is in is in motion. Are you mechuyif to stand up? If your rebbe is riding on an animal, Riding on animals like you're walking, the same way you must stand up in front of a person that is that is walking. You must stand up in front of a person that is riding on an animal. writes even if the the rider is not leading the animal, though he's just sitting pretty on the animal, and there's a person that is guiding the animal, you also don't think that in order to qualify for standing, you have to be engaged in causing the animal to move. You may be sitting, but you're whipping the animal. So when you're whipping the animal, you're doing something which is equivalent to moving. But if you're just sitting and doing absolutely nothing, and there's a person that's pulling the animal, maybe then you're not mechuyiv. No, he says you're mechuyiv to stand up. Now, old kasa apayskim sha'af hayoshe ba'gola. What about a person that's a wagon? Hanoisas dina kim halach alachamar v'kamipanaf. 
Fine, so therefore, if you're in a wagon, you also have to stand. So, so far, it would seem very clear in a car, you have to stand up as well. No difference. The other way, in a wagon, he disagrees. A wagon is an independent rishus. It's not like a donkey. When you're on a donkey, you're on a horse, you're not in an independent rishus. You're riding upon an object. But when you're in a wagon, you're in an isolated room. You're in your own chamber. You're in a cabin. And you're in a cabin, so then maybe that separates you from the outside. You take off the wheels of the tires of the car, the person is still inside his own rishus. When a son is sitting in on in a wagon, when one is in a car, one is outside, that's the shiloh. So he seems to say that to stand up because the person is in his own rishus, but there's still hidur. There's still a degree of respect. The ayin b'shut. Then yeah, then, then if, one, if one is walking, one is standing. Yes, then of course they're both equal. Then what? Stand up. If they're both on a train, if you both, let's say you're in a train and your father walks into the to, or the bus. So you of course you mechuyev because you're in your own rishos. You're on your, your own rishos. Okay, back in the ayin. So the, okay, that's the shaila. Interesting shaila. We will stop over here. Okay, we'll take a break. And we're going to continue. We're going to continue. Yeah, we're going to continue. The next one, the next one is a real good one. I know. Goes on to the next page. Right, right. That's what the hetero.